Holy fuck, we're back. It's unbelievable. I think I've worked through most of my uh, technical problems. I'm sorry I haven't seen you guys since 18 May. We're back. Um, welcome to Fire for Effect Live. My name is Chris. We got a uh, an action-packed show tonight. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm just, story. I'm shaking the rust off. But good news, I have this absolutely fucking giant magnum-sized beer. So I'm doing great. Uh oh, we have actual listeners here. Let's see who's on. Who's on? Kel's on. Danielle's on. Thanks for jumping in. I apologize to you guys. It's been a fucking while. Um, I actually have a guest tonight. Not just uh, not just the all drab hooligans. I actually have somebody who knows what the fuck he's talking about. Jen's on. Positive Mike is on. Horrible beer, I know. Well, Mike, I don't know. I'm out of beer. Just saying. Maybe I should cut you as a sponsor. No, seriously, me and Mike worked out a deal. coming by next week. Uh, thanks for jumping on. A lot to talk about tonight, but before we get into that, let's cover uh, a couple. I, I'll do the main sponsors fucking last. So welcome to Fire for Effect Live. My name is Chris. Joined with me later on is uh, Morgan Warren, Bryce Hooper, and then I'll introduce my extra special guest. I'll save it for later. Hang on, I'm running my own board. I am going to get a producer. Fire for Effect Live and Fire for Effect is brought to you by and hosted by dmlindell.com. You can find my pod on dmlindell.com and a whole shit ton of other uh, podcasts that are extraordinary. Watch them. It's it's a great, it's a great uh, medium to watch your pods on. Canada's largest digital source for news, sports, media, and podcasts. Go to dmlindell.com. You can also get cool fucking swag there. I got coffee cups, hoodies. I've got ball hats on there. I don't make any money off that. So if you buy something, um, after I cover the overhead, all the proceeds go to the Veterans, Asso Veterans Association Food Bank. That's where the money goes. So check it out. Go to DeanBlundell.com. Click on the fucking little three lines and I'll represent a drop-down menu. Scroll down. You'll find merch. Click on podcast, blah, 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 blah. And you'll see what uh, we have to offer there. And like I said before, all the money earned off of that, I see zero dollars off of that. The money goes to the Veterans Association Food Bank. So please check it out when you have time. I'm going to try to run the board. I'm going to bring the boys in. Let's bring them in. There he is, Mr. Bryce Hooper. There he is, Mr. Morgan Warren, the Olive Drab Hooligans. Yeah. What's going on, boys? It's been a fucking. It's been a minute. Yeah, it has been. Absolutely. Uh, again, I apologized if you guys were in the green room, if you want to call it that. Waiting. I uh, I had this job that wasn't going well, um, and then I had a bunch of fucking internet problems, as you guys remember the last time we were on. But we haven't been on since eighteen May, man. It's it's like three weeks wow. or almost a month. So I feel like we uh, we owe everybody uh, a bit of a show here, and luckily <laughs> we have somebody smarter than us. So, thank God, we're gonna bring him in. <laughs> that being that being said, Chris, to get somebody on the show smarter than us is like no no feather in your hat. Yeah, like, right. You, know, like you just like walk outside and be. And I know, be, man. You know, some fucking stretch, man. You could, you could hang out in Walmart and like pick every fifth guy. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're fucking smarter than us. Still smarter than us. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> our, 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 guest, show. our guest who's uh, 
you know, he, he's very well versed and educated. My dogs are barking, but they'll be fine. Very well versed and educated in the topic that that I want to tackle tonight. Um, he is a combat engineer. He's a major, so he's an officer. He's actually the first officer we've had or will have on this pod. Um, why is that? I don't know. Because he's one of a handful. If, if, if I was part of the war amps of officers that I got some time for. He uh, started his career in the Navy. He was a diver. He was at Swiss Air. Swiss Air disaster off of... Uh, um, fuck was it hell in uh no peggy's cove peggy's cove so uh he was there he is an explosive ordnance disposal dude he's an airborne dude he's a diver dude and uh he's a cool motherfucker and he's a counter id guy so that's really why i like him please yeah, welcome to the show major he's almost as cool as a sniper <laughs> there one of is. the courses i never really got except shooting packages yeah <laughs> All right, Jay, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Thank you for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we got, we got, we obviously have a sensitive topic to discover, to, to, sorry, to discuss tonight. But before we get into that, um, I have an update from a friend of mine in the Ukraine. So for those of you that tuned in a few weeks ago, this is where I'm supposed to magnify myself. Um, my friend Marcel Scherer, who's an ex. Canadian Forces member I've known for 32 years, 1990. Yeah, that's correct. He's over there running uh, search and rescue operations. They came home. They went back. And uh, part of CERO, Canadian International Organization, for uh, a rescue organization. So they're there right now. And he, uh, he sent me a picture today. And if you're an Army guy, this will uh, might mean something to you. So if you think the Russians are not attacking civilian targets in residential neighborhoods... I want you to take a close look at this picture. This is taken this morning. This is not some bullshit I pulled off the internet. This is what Marcel sent me this AM. So this is a this is in Kharkiv, Ukraine. It is a it is clearly a uh, a uh, an apartment building. But if you notice, okay, I'm moving the mouse cursor like you guys can see it fucking clearly you can't. Look at that dotted line that runs diagonally down the top middle of your screen where the blast pattern is down to the left. So what that is is 122 millimeter artillery, um, airburst artillery that strafed the shit out of that building. There was a, a barrage of those rounds. He's going to send me more pictures of a uh, BM-21 MLRS missile stuck in the side of some guy's house, his interpreter's house. So that's what's going on today, and I'm going to get some more updates. So... Fuck Russia. They can all go fucking die in hell. Um, what's old is new. There you go. So look at that. So you could see the trajectory of that round coming in, and it would have uh, probably airbursted around 30 to 60 meters, depending on uh, how it was set, and you can see what it did to that building. Luckily, as I understand it, nobody was killed. There you go. There's your there's your Ukraine update. Pull my ass out of here. Man, fake news. Defensive barrier planning. Fuck, I love to be over there. You know what? Yeah, before we get into the main topic, so this is something I wanted to bring up, and I talked about this on Dean's pod the other day. Um, the United States is committing 
a system called HIMARS, which is High Mobility Artillery Rocket System. That, that's part of the multiple launch rocket system in order to uh, bridge the gap between the M777's range as an artillery system and the longer range that they need in an effort to defeat uh, Russian artillery. The big problem, if, you, if, if, you're, if you're not aware, for, for all you guys that are watching and listening to this later, that the Ukraine is facing, hands down, because air, airspace is currently uncont uncontested, and any of you guys can jump in here, um, is artillery. The Russians are, I'm an artillery guy, for those of you that don't know that. Um, the Russians main, they rush, the artillery is king of battle of the Russians. They fucking use more artillery than any other military in the entire world. And they're following their doctrinal pattern and doing that right now. So what Ukraine needs is a, is a uh, counter battery, a, a counter battery effort to that. So the U S is, you know, the United States can, can uh, contributed M triple seven howitzers. We all danced the jig. Our illustrious leader committed four right on. Thanks for coming out. Um, and now the United now States. Now we have none. <laughs> now we have none that are. No, so we have none. We've committed no all four that man. we own. You know what, Jay? And I, I said this on a pod before. I said, ironically, because those four guns came out of a battery one RCHA, which ironically fits with a new white paper to downsize all the gun batteries, because, of course, we need to reduce the Army with the current state of the world, um, down sense. to that amount of guns, right? So the amount of guns they're committing conveniently aligns with what they want to draw down to anyway. Like, fuck, man, come on. But anyway, so the United States last week, week and a half ago, whatever it was, decided, and I like the guys that are that are thinking on this. They're like, okay, we need to bridge this gap. So they're going to give me MLRS, which for, for you guys watching is multiple launch rocket system. So it's rocket artillery, which is, you know, a, a bit different from a big fat bullet fired out of a barrel of a gun that lands over here. This is actual rocketry. So it's, it's a bit different, but it's very effective. So it's to help bridge that gap between the, the range that the original guns we sent them and the long distance shit they need. So we're talking in the 70, 80 kilometer range. The downside to this, which we're not gonna talk about tonight, but I will talk about it later because I'm still checking into it, is that Biden doesn't want uh, Ukraine to engage. That's my dog. He doesn't like it either. No, he's pissed too. <laughs> in, uh, Joe Biden, in Joe Biden's defense, uh, he doesn't know what he wants. I don't think he quite knows where he is. So now he probably shit himself. He's he walking a political tightrope. So yeah, I get uh, it. 100%. But at the end of the day, what he said was, well, I'm going to give you this system, but he's going to actually limit the range of the, of the ordinance that it fires. And that system could fire 11 different types of projectiles. There's two specific ones that he's going to send over. One uh, fire six rockets. One fire, you know, the other package is one big motherfucking rocket, but he's going to limit the range. And he said, don't engage targets in Russia. Well, I don't know. For those of you guys that have been in Afghanistan, which is everybody on this fucking panel today, that's reminiscent of bad guys hiding in Pakistan, which we couldn't attack. 
So where do you think their support bases and resupply and reconstitution is going to be right on the border? So it, it, it's fucking pathetic that he's providing that constraint. Um, or another topic. Raining them in. It's just raining them in. It's just not allowing them to actually counterattack at that point and basically tell anybody who wants to fuck with them again to, to not. So now they're just going to be limited to guerrilla tactics. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Uh, well, it, it'll, why it'll would be something like that be limited? It'll be effective against Russian artillery positions. So, so everybody understands what this, what an MLRS does. It's not going to kill tanks. They have a different it's system. Effect, it's an yeah. it, it's anti-personnel, anti-material. It it it's uh it, it drops submunitions the M seventy four grenade which is a tungsten thing about the size of a baseball which basically fucks up soft skin stuff oh, and that'll be very effective against it's enemy a mini clean charge. yeah yeah so, I love when cleaning them up when they're done well see fuck man I was gonna bring that up they gotta go do a, you want to be on that fucking range sweep because I don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll be yeah, a exactly. fucking shit show. They'll be fucking UXO everywhere. Yeah, but and, I get, I, and I get why Biden says don't attack targets in Russia with the shit that we give you. Like I'm all for like we should be taking the fight to them. But you can put rounds down range in Russia. It's a rude awakening for them. Like hey, we're taking the fight on your ground. Um, but you know Biden's just trying to say hey, the shit that we gave them is now attacking Russia, and that that doesn't help the tensions between them. Like. Some other country that doesn't give a shit, like uh, um, Israel or Sweden, or someone gives them the, that capability, that's not going to come with those caveats. Because I know the Ukraine is also looking to buy was it the Iron Dome system from uh, Israel, uh, because that's a that's a great system for you know counter mortar, counter everything. So yeah, we'll see what they get. Holy fuck! Am I ever doing this wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. No, you're right. It, it, it's kind of, and here's the other thing. We're only following what the media tells us. Like, I'm not tapped into fucking what the G2 is saying anymore. So, and neither are you. So you're tracking what the media is saying, and they're saying X, Y, and Z. But it, at the end of the day, we're talking about a proxy war where is a continuous escalation of the level of equipment that's being put in there. No aircraft yet that we know of. But I can just imagine. I can just imagine what's going on in the background that we don't know about. And again, that's left to my imagination. Far be it for me to say anything other than that. Yep. If that makes sense. Anyway, that's your that's your Ukraine update, everybody. Now let's get into why we're here. Um, a couple weeks ago, the liberal government came out. Um, after the uh, the unfortunate incident in Texas, another incident in Texas, and uh, used that to springboard their, uh, their, their 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 latest gun control policies. Um, I want to get into the, everybody's thoughts on that. I'm going to structure this so we don't all go fucking crazy. I'm going to try to fucking engage the audience here because this is a very sensitive subject. So what I want to talk about on this pod is gun control, crime control, and my opinion of, uh, or, or everybody's opinion of uh, what I consider to be stupidity. 
liberal liberal government theatrics on the reality of the, of the issues and problems. So here's how we're going to do it. I'm going to go around the horn, and I'll start first to set the pace on how I feel about guns. Okay, and then we'll get into some facts, and then we'll get in, and and Jay's going to kind of lead the way on this because he's he's an expert. Not even close, man. All right, okay. Bad word. Expert such I a shitty word, right? I read. Okay. <laughs> more, more he's the least he's the least stupidest person on the panel. How about that? That's right. He's the least dumbest motherfucker on this fucking pod right there you now. Go. Which which makes him an expert. <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty word. By default. It's such a shitty word. I know. I'm an expert. Every time I hear somebody tell me they're an expert, I just walk away and go, shut the fuck up. I don't want to talk to you. Um, I apologize. I, that's like calling you, sir. Um, yeah, don't call me, sir. I'm, I'm right. Um, I ain't but, okay. but, sorry, <laughs> I digress. I dig I can edit this shit out later. No, I, whatever, whatever you say, sir. I, <laughs> they, in my opinion, is more versed in the actual skills. <laughs> As they come out and he walked me through them, so I'm going to let him walk us through the current evolution of the bills and the background, blah, blah, blah. That's what I meant to say. Instead, I fucked it up and called him an expert. I might as well have called him a cunt. But anyway. I am that. Okay. So, let me, uh, I'm going to go center stage here. First of all, so, so we're explicitly clear here. I said the fucking same thing last week. Yes, I wear camouflage, ball hats. I have an Alberta driver's license. I've lived in Alberta like 98% of my life. I am an ex-military guy. I'm a white dude with a short haircut and probably a redneck by now. Um, I drive a 420 horsepower Chevy Silverado. And I have a fucking fair amount of guns. So the automatic assumption is that I'm this fucking asshole who's uh, dead set against uh, gun control, which we'll get into the details of it later. The reality is I'm not, and and there's differing opinions on this, and the, the boys will jump in in a bit. I do not believe that every fuckhead should own an AR-15. I don't believe that. I honestly don't. I think that only military guys should own AR-15s. Um, I got my AR-15 when I was still in the military because it helped me enhance my skill set, much like the RCMP much like the military who does a shoot to live program, unless you're in high readiness. Basically what that means is in layman terms, you get to go to the range once a year, shoot your 250 rounds on your level one, two, three program, and you're done. So if you really wanted to amp your game up and get better and be proficient in your fucking job, you had to go do it on your own. These are facts. I'm not making this shit up. So do I think a fucking civvy should run an AR-15? Absolutely not. Do I believe in background checks? Absolutely, I do. Um, do I agree with, and I I never agree with Justin Trudeau. And I'm going to come into some of that later. I'm going to save it for later. But, you know, is an AR-15 AR is designed to do one thing and one thing only? Is this to kill people? You're goddamn right it was. So here's the background on AR-15s, and I'll bring in everybody else after that. AR-15 stands for Armalite Rifle, designed by Armalite Industry or incorporated in 1956. Okay. And they tried to sell to the military in the, in the 50s and it didn't fucking fly. So Colt, 
who currently produces a lot of AR-based platforms, bought them, and eventually sold to the U.S. military for the Vietnam War in 62, Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and that's where the evolution of that whole platform came from, right? So, yes, that fucking gun is absolutely 100% designed to do one thing. Do I think that every fucking shithead civvy and his dog should own it? Absolutely not. However, we'll move on. So that's my position on on the AR ban. But we're going to get into the whole pistol thing and all that shit later. So what, do I believe in gun control? Yes. If it managed properly versus the model in the United States, which we'll dive into later, Yes, I do. So that's fucking me. So let's go from hippie to let's go from uh, left to right. Bryce, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d definitely right. No, no. I, uh, I I voted conservative most of my life uh, and recently have not. Uh, I have not voted for the Liberal Party by any means. Um, I still believe that there should be some responsibility some gun control. Uh, I don't believe there should be outright bans because at that point, uh, there's a video circulating of Justin Trudeau in 2010 saying, don't let anybody take away your guns because it'll be the start of something else. He has said it himself. And now that he's in place several years later, he's starting to ban shit, even on stuff that is in Southern Texas. It should be definitely uh, looked at from a different perspective, uh, whereas how many school shootings or how many incidents in that manner have there been across Canada, uh, let alone the pretend, uh, the pretend RCMP guy that caused a ruckus. In, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to dive into that shit later because I got some numbers, yeah. but uh, yep. But yeah, it's 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 one of those where I I definitely believe in it. I don't believe in complete bans. I'll leave it All at right. that. Well, I I, I I instinctively want to go to Morgan, but because I'm going left to right, I'm gonna go to Jay because I feel like he's centric. I hope the fuck I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, there, there's a lot you got to be able to see the forest through the trees. This is where I keep looking at it, and then you know I've listened to a few uh, podcasts and I've read a few articles. Uh, I look what's going on in the courts, uh, understand the difference between the law and regulation. And one of the things that uh, is probably a common theme, I, it just hits hit in the head. Trudeau once said, you know, don't let him take your guns. It's going to be a start of a slippery slope, essentially. What's he saying today? Eh, we're going to take guns. Uh, politicians don't care. Uh, it's not about the guns. Right now, it's a wedge issue that's really successful. Uh, so it's all about maintaining power. Uh, look at the last election. You look at, you know, for the politics, you know, the Conservative Party, you know, O'Toole probably was the one person that was really um, upfront about his gun policy before the general election. Um, and then what happened during the election? Mm, waiver, got called out on it. Um, and then uh, that all fell apart, right? So, well, um, not, not, to cut, not to cut you off, Jay, politically is tough because gun owners in Canada represent like less than 3% of the population, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? The, the, the One of the points of that is, is that gun owners are the only ones who care about guns. 
<laughs> so it's not a driving issue. If we were actually, you know, had some other issue where we can rally around and get more people around it, uh, that's not that. I, I ask people, um, I think Dan from Caliber Magazine, I think his analogy was, do you care about opioids? Do you care about the opioid crisis across Canada? The answer is no. Most people don't care about guns either. So it's not really driving. They're more worried about, you know, you know, can I afford my house? Can I afford my groceries? Can I afford fuel now? Like, that's the that's what they care about. They're not going to rally behind something that you know uh, isn't doesn't come across, doesn't have a great narrative um, to get to rally behind. And you just coming out of COVID, they just don't care anymore, right? They care about you know the little world that's around them. Yeah, political point of view. Um, look at Sheree. I think Sheree said, you know, I'm going to revisit legislation. Oh, I'm not revisiting this legislation now. I'm going to revisit the regulations. The OIC part, you know, that's regulations. You know, the law comes out and then you have a regulation that says how you're going to apply this, right? So everything that, the you know, the registrar does uh, is basically regulation. OIC, you know, they can write that into regulation, right? Um, so that's that's part of the way it works. So if you look at it, I mean, why would the liberals who want to maintain power uh, back down on this? They're, for, they're forcing the conservatives to say, hey, we stand with gun owners. And then, and, you know, then you have to answer the question, are you going to give an assault rifle back to the hands of everyone in Canada? Like, why would you do that? Right. Especially after all the shit that's happening in the States, people are not going to rally behind it. It's just a narrative. Um, so the conservative party, like that's exactly what happened to Aaron O'Toole when they said, Oh, you're about to do this. They went haywire on it. Cause again, we're the minority in Canada and we're the only ones that care about guns. So yes, we were not victimized. Um, Cause Quite frankly, Trudeau doesn't care about you and he doesn't care about his guns. He cares about maintaining power. And then if this is the way he gets power to making a wedge issue out of this for the Conservative Party, uh, never to be able to get a minority or a majority government, wins for him, right? So this is now just a wedge issue, uh, I see. First and foremost, stuck back when you look at that. It, it, it is. All right, Morgan. Okay, for, uh, Jay doesn't know where Morgan is right now. More, he oh, yeah, you should show him. It looks pretty. He doesn't know. <laughs> okay, James, so you look at that dope background, all this fucking badass sniper shit and all that background. But here's Super the reality. Cool. Here's the reality of where the fuck he is. He's literally in his shitter in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, awesome. Not his awesome. fucking jammed up, man. It's sitting. I know most of our viewers. That's have a great OP, before. man. It's a great OP. Yeah, it's great OP. He is tactical. Now I don't know if he got a, one of those. Do you remember those soft ass seats that your grandma used to have in the toilets bowl? I don't have one. Why don't you get one? In the fucking seventies, like I'm gonna get you one of those. I'm gonna find one at like a fucking thrift shop. Anyways, Morgan, uh, give us your thoughts on, you know, generically gun control. We will dive into. Uh, we'll dive <laughs> oh, into dive into the statistics and shit later on. Yeah, I mean, straight up, I think it's absolute fucking bullshit. Uh, uh, there's, it's uh, the way they're going about it is absolutely useless. Like, you can't legislate anybody into fucking morality. And then it's kind of funny you started out left to right. I don't know how I became like the uh, the person with the most faith in humanity. Because you said I don't think that civilians should have AR-15s. I absolutely goddamn well think they should have AR-15s. That's you know why what? You're I know on plenty the right. of fucking. I know plenty of army guys. Plenty of soldiers, sweet baby Jesus. I don't want them anywhere near any. I don't want them near a, a fucking Red Riser, Red Rider BB gun. Hundred percent. And I know plenty of civilian shooters that are lights out some of the best 
characters I've ever seen, whether, whether that's with a pistol, whether it's with an AR, or even... Well, I was trying like to instill faith in the fucking viewership of, of our military. I know there's fuckies out there who should not be allowed to fucking chew gum and drive at the same time, but you brought it up. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that much like driving a car, in order to in order to get a, a driver's license, you know, there's you know it, you know, you learn how to drive, you get a driver's license, you go to driver's ed, you do all these things, because the only people that care about guns, like Jay said, are you know are gun guys. So I'd say in Canada, especially, um, only people that want guns are people that are actually going to shoot the things and actually you know uh, get right. a little bit of training and figure things out. Um, so. I mean, trying to, you know, put out these these outright bans and say that nobody should be allowed to have this or nobody should be allowed to have that. I mean, what are they going to do? Because, I mean, let's face it. What are they going to do? They ban pistols. They ban whatever. When the 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 murder rates and the shootings in downtown Toronto continue to skyrocket. Now what? You know what? Because it's, 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 go, it's going to happen. Right. So they... And those guns are legal. One, 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 <laughs> one more thing. One, one, one more thing. If, if, if the narrative of more guns equals more gun deaths, okay... How come more people annually are killed by guns in Mexico, where you are not allowed to own guns for the most part? I mean, we can get into the minutiae, but realistically, you're not allowed to own guns. Like private citizens can't own guns, right? So there's like five guns per hundred people, like on paper. In, in the United States right now, there's 120 guns for every hundred people. There's more guns in the United States than there are fucking people. There's more guns in the United States than there are anywhere else in the fucking world. So by that metric, people should be dying, getting shot left, right, and center in hordes and droves. Then, and I'll springboard off of that, when you look at at, at, uh, at uh, violent crime and shootings, it's not in fucking Austin, Texas. It's not in Phoenix, Arizona. You know where it is? It's in New York City. It's in Chicago. It's in places where you're not even allowed to say the word gun. For Christ's sake, if during during the height of the Iraq War, more Americans were getting killed in Chicago, getting shot dead in Chicago, than were getting killed in Baghdad for fuck's yeah. sake. So that was a war zone. Yeah. You're not Absolutely. wrong. You're not so wrong. at the end of the yeah. at the end of the day, it is not the gun; it is people. It's yeah. it's a societal. Hey, man, if you just saw Top Gun Maverick like I did, which is like the fucking greatest movie ever made, it's not the fucking aircraft pilot. All right, Goose. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> take percent off the top there, fucking squirrely man. The the, so you're absolutely right. So we want to relate. We're trying to use metrics um, to say, you know, justify why we want to. No one gives a shit, right? So the liberals have divorced the idea of, you know, basing what they want to do on uh, criminal uh, activity. It didn't work. There's okay, no metrics. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What do they do? I'm going I'm to drive the conversation here with, with two points. Yeah. And, and then I'm going to let you fucking run wild. So I can, so I can actually take my blind right. ass and pay, pay attention to what our viewers are saying. So, two years ago, there was a thing called an order in council, which Jay will explain, but it, which banned fifteen hundred variants of uh, military style assault weapons, whatever the fuck that means. Basically, anything, any gun that was painted black, uh, hashtag black guns fucking matter. No, they don't. Um, gone. Um, when did that happen? After the fucking, uh, the tragedy in New Brunswick, in New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, I don't want to look like an Nova actor. Scotia. Nova, Nova Scotia. Scotia. Where that fucking wing nut impersonated RCMP officer and went around and killed a bunch of people, uh, all with illegally obtained guns. I'm going to spit the facts now so I get them out because you guys are going to go fucking mental. Um... That's when he start. That's when he came down and said, "Boom, you know, all these guns are banned." 
right? So he catapulted off a tragedy. That's the message I want everybody here to understand. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I called Jay. He explained the whole OIC to me. I thought I had to turn my gun in. And suddenly they went, no, you don't. You can keep it. You're grandfathered in. All right. So he catapulted off one tragedy. Here's a little tidbit for you kids out there. All of those guns were legally obtained, the majority through the United States and or Canada. I have a point to this. Let me make there, my did point. Did it legally or illegally? <laughs> hey, chop it illegally. Illegally, okay. I can pump the brakes. Don't make me put you on mute. Right. So, boom. Gun control is not an issue for the next fucking two years because COVID and whatever it is. Bam. We have that fucking tragedy in... Uh, in, in Texas, which was like three weeks ago, right? Another school shooting in the United States. Roscoe's pissed off at that. Immediately, Trudeau jumps on the next day, and now he's going to fucking freeze the sale of handguns, which if, if you're a gun guy like the 3% of Canada is, knew it was coming two years ago, and he just waited for another tragedy. I'm not against gun control. What I'm for is crime control, which I'm going to come to in a second. Fucking, he waited for a tragedy in another country with a different culture and different legislation and different fucking regulatory on guns. All right? And he waited for a tragedy and imposed it on Canada. He imports U.S. crises to Canada. Let me give you some facts. School shootings in Canada between 1884 and 2016 are... I don't have a cool thing to post. What I do have is this wicked little fucking sticky note because I know how that's most of you roll. I believe it says 19 school shootings in Canada between 1884, which is pop quiz. No takers. And 2016, 18, not 1984, 1884. The most tragic being at Ecole uh, de Polytechnique in Montreal in 89, I believe. Fucking 19. Okay, let's look at some U.S. stats for comparison purposes. 2022, just this year, and we are in Q2, six months in, 288 school shootings to date in the U.S. in fucking less than half a year. Chris, hang on. I'm not done yet. It gets better. <laughs> You're right, it does. I'm going to drive conversation and hand the reins to you guys. So, why does he fucking jump on, you know, a, a tragedy to push his agenda based on something that has fucking nothing to do with Canadian gun culture and impose these things? Now, here's the thing. I get it. Gun control versus crime control. So he comes out and he says, um, we have to, we can never allow a tragedy a tragedy like this to happen up here. Fuck, he's not wrong. I agree with you. But here's what he does. He pledges $250 million for this buyback program for AR-15s that he ignored two years ago. Okay. Here's the reality. That'll cost about at least a billion dollars. And I know, Morgan, you're going to jump on this in a minute. 
and I'll, I'll let you go fucking, I'm going to let you guys go weapons free here in a minute. But what he, what he, what he says is he's pledged 87 point 87 million dollars okay 250 versus 87 million 250 versus 87 250 is going to cost a billion 87 million over five years y'all got phones do the math for a cbsa canadian board of service agency to actually stop the fucking illegal or sorry the illegal um smuggling of, of of guns into canada which account for at least 70 to 90 percent of all gun crimes in canada so when you say fucking gun control versus crime control what the fuck are we talking about that, that that's where i'm at it's bullshit that's theatrics ladies and gentlemen that is pure theatrics where you 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 knee jerk to a reaction in a country that is not Canada that has a problem that Canada doesn't have two eighty eight in, in six months versus nineteen in fucking like the entire history of this country, and import a crisis in Canada, and then bam we're doing this, and then you go we're gonna fucking spend a billion dollars buy all your guns back, but we're only gonna give the authorities fucking eighty seven million over five years. To solve the problem, give me a fucking break. Okay, I've said my bit. I'm done on the soapbox. Who's up? I, Jay. I want to go first on this one. So, like Never. I said, you're, you, you just hit it right on the head. You, you, you call it theatrics. I call it politics. And that's exactly <laughs> what I'm calling this, right? It's politics. So, Liberal Party, exactly. as I always said. Theatrics. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all political. Like, um, so... They've divorced. They used to drive this gun control thing. You know, liberal agenda was always to, you know, get rid of guns. Uh, that's been on their platform for, like, ages. Uh, so they finally realized that they don't have reliable metrics to, to say, hey, man, you know, what we're trying to do is going to reduce uh, crime. And everyone was against it. So they're like, you know, Trump is showing us. You don't have to tell. You don't have to show why. You have to say, this has to fit a narrative. So they said, hey, man, you know what? Stop trying to prove that it does doesn't uh, affect crime because, frankly, we all know that you know we show uh, you know a lot of people have shown the, the politics and the metrics of it. Have said, hey man, that doesn't make any sense what you're saying. It doesn't matter. Trump has shown it doesn't have to make sense. It has to fit a narrative that most people will, can get behind or just understand because uh, you know three quarters of the country uh, doesn't have a gun, so you know they're just taking them. So look at it from a political point of view for me. Um, it's a wedge issue, right? The conservatives are on the wrong side of trying to answer that question right off the bat for three quarters of the Canadians, three quarters of uh, you know uh, people who live in Canada. So I that. I, right I there, it's a political that. issue, right? Th throw throw that away. They've divorced uh, the policy um, from crime control and gun control. They're not together anymore. They only bring it together when they want to tell a story about we're doing this because of this, but we're not going to tell you how it really affects it because we don't have the numbers to show that this is really true. Just don't worry about that. We're just going to tell a story and we're going to end with it. Three quarters of you don't give a fuck anyway. You're going to read the headlines and move on. So this is what's going on in the background now, right? So, so you he, feel like it's smoke and mirrors. So it's just this, look at the forest through the trees is all I'm asking you to do. So now you know that A, the criminal thing that we keep fighting for, no one gives a fuck about. They don't. They are trying to maintain power, right? Conservatives are doing the exact same thing. Like, hey, man, I'm all for, like, 
backing you up. We need a. Uh, we'll try to make sure we save your guns. Yeah, yeah. You want me to vote for you? I get it. You want power? Like it has nothing to do with me or the guns. It's all about them maintaining power. That's what the end goal is going on here. So right. when you break it down, when you break it down, like this whole gun buyback thing. Wait, they're not done. They've already said that they're going to put more things on that OIC, right? You know sure. what they're going to do that? at the next election because they're going to keep driving this bus to maintain power, right? And once it becomes law, it's a good bus because there is no way a conservative government, even the majority, is going to be able to bring that back because no one has the appetite to it because the only people who oh, care. No, 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 no. Once, listen, once that's done, 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 that is done. So, so, Morgan, you and me were talking the other day um, – the breakdown of costs and give us your thoughts on you may mention a bunch of fucking shit that was extremely relevant to what uh, the, what's really relevant to the Canadian taxpayers. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I, I think I said the other day, like the original long gun registry that started, you know, with the liberals in the late 90s, the original cost of that they projected was two million dollars. By the time the conservatives shut it down, I think it was in 2012, it was it, was ju it had just passed two billion dollars. And it had accomplished nothing, right? I mean, it's, you know, it really didn't. I mean, even as even today, I think the uh, the chief of police for Winnipeg was on TV saying, like, this handgun ban is going to do absolutely nothing. You're targeting the wrong people. It will literally, it'll do less than nothing. It all it's going to exactly. do is make taxpayers pay for something that's, that's a waste of time. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. So, but here's something interesting, though. Like I said the other day, Chris. Uh, so the OIC happened in, you know, May of 2020, right? Yeah. And, you know, we had this amnesty until you know, May, 2022. And then May, 2022 rolled around. We're like, we're going to do a buyback. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And what happened? Sweet fuck all. So what they do there, they, they kick the can down the road. They're like, this is, this amnesty is going to continue till October, 2023. Right. And here, the, the funny part about it all is that, you know, what's probably going to happen? Absolutely fucking nothing. I mean, they're going to say, you can't take it out of your house. You can't do this, which proves my point. The fact that like me, us in this panel, we're, we're not the problem because so they're like, you can't take your guns out of your house. I'm like, fair enough. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm not going to take my guns out of my house. But what all of this, this 3% of the population that owns guns, like what's stopping any of us from going fucking ballistic and going on a fucking rampage? Well, nothing. It's the fact that we, they're, they're, we're, we're good people. That's it. There's, there's no, like if anybody, if any legal gun owner decided, you know what? I just lost my mind and I'm going on a fucking rampage. There's not a goddamn thing anybody can do about it. No, absolutely, so, dude. So, so, absolutely. so, like you said, like the, the, the politicking and the theatrics of it all is kind of fucking foolish. Like, so, I mean, they're gonna, you know, based on that that two million dollar gun registry, like uh, in the nineties to, to to which you know ballooned to two billion dollars. I mean, if we look at, I mean, okay, the, the cost of the buyback. People think, okay, well, you know, guns are worth X, so you know that's gonna total out to like two hundred fifty million dollars. What happened if? Tomorrow, every one of us that have own AR-15s or pistols walk the like, you know, you know, Edmonton Police Service, whatever North Division or or whatever police station is closest to you, and said, "Here's my guns." Like the infrastructure that they're going to need. First of all, we, we need a place to drop these things off. Now we're going to need somebody to record all this information. Give me a receipt. You know, they're going to need to store all these things now, and there's going to be a time frame. Okay, you've got from day, you know, day one to day whatever to turn this shit in, which means they're going to need armed security there. Otherwise, every fucking gangster is going to be like, so what you're telling me is like in every major city, there's like five depots with shitloads of guns. And what are they going to have fucking some idiot there with a fucking mag light? That guy's going to get fucking rolled up. And now all those fucking guns are going to be on the street anyway. So like they, they've, 
The best part about all of this is that the liberals are so fucking colossally fucking stupid that they don't even know where to begin. They'll rant and they'll rave and we're going to do this and we're going to ban guns and there's going to be buybacks, but they don't have idea number fucking one on how to execute fuck all. Absolutely. This is like being on, a, 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 like a, a, you know, fucking basic fucking training fucking course and, 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 and expecting some fucking no-hook private to fucking give orders and lead a fucking, you know, a platoon act. Like, it's never going to fucking happen. These idiots couldn't fucking do it if they wanted to. Like, so all of us are going to fucking sit here with our fucking guns until the fucking end of time. And then what's going to happen is that I'm going to fucking drop dead when I'm fucking 80 years old and then... They're going to forget about my fucking registered fucking guns. And then hopefully my fucking kids will. Fucking oh, I, I've got, I've got people calling, calling me daily. And actually me and Jay were talking about the other day is like, okay, what pistol are you going to go out and grab before, uh, I don't know, October when you can't. 1911 Ruger GP 100. And, fucking, and a a M9. Oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> I did not see uh, that. That right. To, right wheel coming. Now we're going to tell you. I also want to go get just because. You have to have Glock, uh, so you can uh, appreciate Glock your other bad. guns. Um, no, no, listen, boys, all you little Glock bitches can go pound sand. You need a fucking Springfield <laughs> Armory XD, whatever. Nah, nobody needs a fucking pistol. Shout outs in the chat. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> nobody needs a pistol, man. Come on now. So one, one more thing. So a friend of mine, which we all know, I, I'm not going to mention his name on here, in uh, in the 80s. You know, prior to like the you know prohibited status in Calgary, he bought himself a a, a Colt Python. Was it Python? No, it was a King Cobra, four inch barrel. Seven Magnum. Was that? Yeah, three, Colt yeah, Python was the three five seven. Yeah. Anyway, so it was a three fifty seven revolver, a nice Colt Python, and uh, then it was a uh, you know nineteen ninety one or whenever the laws changed, he had a four inch barrel. So then he was grandfathered and he was given prohibited status. Nineteen ninety seven, he goes to Bosnia. And he lets his license lapse. He comes back and he's like, whoops. You know, he calls the uh, Canadian Firearms uh, Center and it's says, gone. hey, I, I need to renew my license. It lapsed. They're like, yeah, no big deal. They send him his license. On his license, he lost his prohibited status. Picks up the phone. He's like, hey, you know, you, you messed up. I need my prohibited status because I have this one pistol, which he purchased legally from a store in Calgary in 1989. And they're like, well, because you let it lapse, you're no longer allowed to have this anymore. He's yeah. like, but I still have the pistol. And they're like, yeah, well, you're going to have to turn it in. And he's like, well, where do I turn it in? And they're like, well, we'll get back to you. He's like, okay. This was in 1997. Do you want to know when he turned that pistol in? When they called him and told him to turn it in? July 2017. That seems about right. I love the government, man. 2017. And, 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 and you know what the crazy part is? That in 20 years, you know, how, you know how many violent crimes that fucking gun was involved in? You know how many people that gun killed? Zero. Let, let me ask you guys something here. Crazy, here. right? We're, we're yeah. all going off fucking. We're, now we're, we, we just fucking starbursted here. No, no but, what, but what I'm saying is, it, what I'm saying is that that's one individual that they could they couldn't manage one guy, one fucking guy. I know. What are they no, gonna no, do I, with I all of us? We said, know. Listen, everybody who's watching this fucking show, like, do you trust the government with your taxes? Do you trust the CRA or any other fucking organization? The government. Trudeau's going to come out and smile with his fucking, I want to punch you in the mouth, smile, um, and say a bunch of bullshit, and it's going to take fucking forever to execute what he's saying with these, these gun control. That's why I talk about three theatrics. Okay? He's going to underfund the fucking actual problem, which is yes. illegal, illegal guns, right? 
and he's going to spend it, 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 a fucking retarded. We can't say that anymore. In the seventies, you could a ridiculous amount of money buying back my AR, which I've taken out. I don't know, like two times. Um, and he's going to head fake the ninety-seven percent of the population going. We need gun control. It's like a fucking Simpsons town rally. Bart's a vampire. Yeah, Bart's a vampire. Get him. Like, fucking give me a break, man. Here's the thing. I really want to know. Let's say it's two years from now. They've taken all my guns, which made the country safer. What do the gun statistics, the gun violence stats look like in 2025, 26 versus today after the shit's done? Do you guys think there will be a significant impact up or down. I think it'll go down a cunt hair. Sorry for you ladies oh. that are watching. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, actual, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a cunt hair is a legitimate measurement term for army. In people. the British army. Absolutely. So do you guys think Imperial, there will be a fucking honest, honest to God, drastic shift in the downtrend of fucking gun violence? It's not going to change anything. Because of no. this. So, hey, hey Chris, it's here's going to go up, if anything. I mean, the no, trend is going great, up. Great, it's still going to go up, man. It, it's still going to go up. It's not going to change anything. Like like I said, it's the, the gun control and crime prevention have been divorced. There's no yeah. metric show pointing exactly. into each other because exactly. it's not supportive of each other. So, let's not talk about crime anymore. Let's talk about the narrative, right? Fits a narrative that, you know, I'm looking out for you. I know what's best for you. You know, three quarters of the country doesn't own a gun. Don't worry, I've got you covered. Look what's happening there and down below and to the you know south of us. That's never going to happen in Canada. We're going to look. And then what do gun owners do? Like that doesn't make any sense. We're going to point to the metrics that no one gives a shit about. But but the metrics, and we're like, I don't care. Like I don't. It doesn't have to be true because we're not talking about the metrics. We're just fitting a narrative, and the narrative wins. Trump has taught us that. Just talk about shit. Doesn't have to be true, and you'll gain traction. So yeah. this is if you understand the forest through the trees, then you're like, yeah, pointing to the metric that no one cares about isn't going to help us. It's not. No one gives a shit. No one cares. Gun owners are the only ones who care about those metrics because we're trying to prove a point that no one's listening about these metrics because they've already divorced the fact that gun control, crime prevention are no longer together in the liberal uh, uh, agenda. So. Anyway, so that's uh, that, that that's part of the, what I really want people to see. Once once you see that, you're like, okay, the rest is all just noise. So everyone's happy. Like, yeah, keep talking about the metrics, talk about crime because no one cares. It's you're not changing the, the you know the forest of the trees. So you're not seeing the bigger picture. Um, and you should be yeah. aiming at the things you can influence. The metrics in crime is something we cannot influence. So why are we concentrating on? Why are we saying we're victims? No one cares. Do you think Justin Trudeau honestly gives a shit about any of us with guns? No. no. He's a narcissist most of the time when you, you know, you ask him, he's more concerned about himself. We represent fucking 3% at best of the population. Yeah. He gives two fucks about us. He does not care about us and he does not give a shit about the guns. It fits a narrative, a liberal narrative. And it's a great wedge to shoot because now the conservatives are trying to rally behind it. Like, that's a Man, the optics of that is just you're going to lose against the rest of Canada that sees this. It doesn't own a gun. They're going to say, I'm going to throw a curveball here. And okay, before everybody says 
you're fucking racist. I'm not. I'm spitting facts. You can, you can, all you fuckers can Google it yourselves, especially all you Ontario people that are all sensitive and shit. Um, all of this only applies to non indigenous people. Indigenous people, First Nations, whatever the fuck they're called today, you know, no disrespect. Um, they're allowed under their hunting rights act. So Trudeau comes out and says, well, you don't need an AR-15 to bull down a fucking deer, which I agree. It's wrong, wrong caliber. Wrong caliber. Hey, Chris, hey, Chris, Chris, one second. One second. Let me, one second. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish, man. Okay. They are allowed to retain all of the fucking weapons that have been banned. AR-15, BMG 50 Cal, you name it. They... Um, the indigenous population of Canada can keep it under their constitutional rights for hunting, even though these are not hunting systems. I have a fucking problem with that. Morgan, go. No, all, all I was going to say, he's like, the man is so fucking colossally fucking stupid and fucking narcissistic. And, and he, he knows nothing about fucking anything that's going on in this fucking country because he's... Uh, anyway, let's not get into that. But... He's like, yeah, he goes, nobody needs an AR-15 to, like, take down a deer. And I'd be like, you're right. Because from a legal standpoint, you're not allowed to. The only place you're allowed to use restricted firearms are on an approved range. So even if I want, and could right. I? Now, now from, from, you know, from a, if we're talking about fucking physics and biology, could I fucking kill a deer with an AR-15? Absolutely I could. Well, but you could. Because I'm a law-abiding citizen. Up. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I, I cannot do that because I'm not legally allowed to. So you're saying OIC, uh, so the ICE, OIC uh, happened to, you know, look at a lot more rifles than just the AR platform. I was just yes. one right? It went after them. So in the OIC, um, I thought there was going to be a time limit on how long this clause would last. Um, uh, and it also affected other calibers and other ones that, you know, people relied uh, on for a living. Um, so I think they wrote that caveat in there. Um, if you actually read the OIC, uh, it, it really speaks to not ARs. It, it yeah. covers ARs, but you're right. I mean, there's a technical piece that you, you can take an AR and shoot a deer anyway. Why would you? Um, um, and in the end, you know, that, that OIC, and if you look at the regulations, um, you know, that, you know, how they, they, how they apply the laws, right? So regulation is how they apply laws. And then, you know, you got the legislation, which is the law, right? The, the actual wording of the act. And then you have the regulation, um, the uh, acts, uh, which tells you how to apply it um, in the bureaucracy mind. So the OIC is on the regulation side of this. So if you look at the patchwork of legislation, though, uh, it's a patchwork. Every time we, you know, we get another bill, we, you know, this one's no longer allowed. This one is allowed. We're going to grandfather this. It's a, it's a patchwork. Um, and if you were really serious about gun control, you'd reform that whole thing. You'd say, okay, this is patchwork. This makes no sense. Um, what's the difference between uh, this semi-automatic that's dressed in military furniture and this one that has uh, nice wood furniture uh, when they shoot the same speed, as fast as you can pull the right? Essentially. So what's well, the difference between the two? So, so the that's reason? the difference. Is that's, and, uh, that's why I, I go back to the fact that if it's black and ugly. That's right. Or, so or black, if it's black and military, so when you they, look at the they, law, they, they, it, they don't understand the, the mechanism of most. Of, you, so the law dad, that makes you, sense. Your daddy's fucking hunting rifle, albeit bolt action versus semi-auto, has a magazine which pushes a bullet up, which is pushed forward by a bolt into the chamber. It's fired. <laughs> round goes down range. 
Holt comes back, kicks the casing out. You put another one. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter what it is. It doesn't That's matter the what it looks like of any given weapon. But, but the ones that didn't match the you know exactly. narrative. It's, it goes back to the narrative. Back the narrative because go back to the narrative. Jay, that this is not safe. Like I mean, I, you know, I, I, I called Jay right and away, and he hooked me up with something that's. Fucking, uh, so this, this is trying to crack the legislation. It's, it's a patchwork, and it makes no sense anymore. So you know, if we were, if we really want to do something about it, we do reform. We reform the gun laws so they make sense. It's based on you know actual facts and you know what ARs are. So the OIC leg, regulatory legislation, right? So um, it basically said in the OIC is like. Uh, we're not really uh, changing the law. We're changing the classification, the, how we regulate uh, weapons. And then under the OIC, a lot of these ones are just by stroke. Classificate the classification. Now revoked. It's now uh, prohibited. Right? Stroke of a pen. Regulations. Right? Didn't require going in the house. Didn't require any readings because it was a stroke of a pen. So uh, if you, if you look at it from that perspective, um, they could do it to anything. Like so, why does the law um, doesn't support it because it was just it was a a legislative regulation where they just said okay you know we're going to change the wording of this these things are now prohibited the law still applies um so if we change have a reform where we change the law to say what the specifications were uh, outlined for what how the regulations work say okay things that can fire this fast or it has this capacity or it can easily be modified blah blah, blah. whatever specs you put onto it would help drive that conversation and say okay this is truly prohibited and then we've redefined um what the um the parameters are for how we classify guns right because that that's a heart of what uh, most people say is like how could this be this is non-restricted it was not an air derivative but again regulation they don't care fits in the air gone um, but if we change the law on how it's classified, then um, that's a different story. So, All right. So okay. We we could talk Solutions? about. Yeah, what, what, Hang on. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Talk. So I'm going to backtrack. I know when you were talking about school shootings and in, in the United States, and you said it was like 218, whatever it was, or 283. I can't remember. 288 and, today. 288. Anyway, 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 blah blah blah. It doesn't matter because. Uh, yeah, you can you can look that you can look that shit up, and it's on fucking Wikipedia. And and from a liberal standpoint, it briefs really fucking well. But when you actually fucking dig a little bit deeper, you know, you, you do more than scratch the surface. Do you you see what was included as a school shooting? It was like the use of is like a kid had a fucking BB gun or paintball yeah. guns or, or shit like that. That so, could be correct. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Know, so I, when you I, look I, at gun crimes, they include BB guns and the violent they, gun crimes. They include B so if a, if a guy pulls out a BB gun or if a guy fucking pulls out a fucking or shoots a paintball gun. But when you actually look at like a person with an actual fucking gun, the numbers are significantly lower. However, and then something else to look into, this is a United States thing. Um, not, not a Canada thing, obviously, because we can't use uh, firearms for defensive purposes, so to speak. Um, no, we have no so, castle laws here. Yeah, they don't have cast. So in the United States, there, they say like no annually, capital law like, in Canada. You fucking this is this is separate. Yeah, this is separate. This is, this is separate. But like you know, because everybody bases like everybody looks at the United States as like what not to do, right? So uh, I mean, annually, uh, forgive me now, forgive my ignorance now to numbers. I, I don't know them off the top of my head, but I used to. So uh, the amount of uh, individuals that are you know killed through defense or through with firearms, it's like a hundred thousand people. Right, less yeah. you know. Now the thing is, they also inc included in those numbers, and this is FBI crime statistics. Are every time a member of law enforcement shoots a fucking bad guy and kills him, right? Even if it was a justified shooting, it's considered part of the people that are killed with guns. Okay, 
See, this is also, why I fucking hate statistics, right? I know. I, I, exactly. Forgetting, also, also look at FBI, FBI crimes. Made up numbers. Yeah, made up statistics. And a metric. Statistics are just nothing. It doesn't but matter anymore. And, and you're the, the only ones that give a shit about it. Exactly. But and, but the FBI the FBI also tracks defensive use of firearms. So every time a gun is pulled out and somebody uses it to defend their life, even if they don't shoot somebody, right? Pulled out, it's like it's like three and a half fucking million people. So and and, and they figure that number is 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 you know because mo most people don't report it if you pull a gun and somebody runs away because they didn't fire a shot. So but like three and a half million people reported using a firearm, whether they shot, whether they they they, they bucked off around or not. It's it saved their life. So you got you know hundred thousand people get killed in a shooting, which includes law enforcement members shooting fucking gangbangers. You know are are killed, but nobody ever talks about the fucking three and a half fucking million people who saved their lives or or, or or the lives of members of their community or members of their family and, through the defense of fire. The problem with statistics, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, you can look at a number any different ways. It's all about perspective. I, I, I'm gonna go back to the example of like. Uh, how many gun deaths were there? Like, oh, there's too many. Uh, how many is too many when you compare it to something else, right? Yeah. And again, a comparison against crime, no one cares about. Really, yeah. no one to care about it. We're driving yeah. an argument based on facts that we perceive and the perception and our, our, our viewpoint of it. Um, but no one's listening. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares. Okay. So, so what, why do we just doing it? It's like we, madness. We all agree right? on that. I'm going to hey, yell about this. Hey, it's going to gain traction. No one cares. Hey, so hey, there's a difference. And I, I use this, I think, with one of my friends. Uh, I, I want to wrap I I wrap this up. I, I want to wonder. Just that, Chris, because there's one that's like, there's, there's right, no, right? So we can, we can try to prove what, that's right. Um, but it takes backseat to the perception of right, right? And the perception of right and the optics are right is that hey we're trying to save lives any well, life. I, 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 i'm going to refer back to a question from from a from a, a viewer here that that is it's a bit nebulous i'm going to give you guys an opportunity to answer and that's how we're going to wrap it up so danielle spit this out i want you to digest that and then tell me your thoughts on it and that's how we're going to close this and i know it's not going to solve the fucking there's no, there's no definitive solution. This is a, an argument to the end of time. So I'm going to go around the horn from uh, right to uh, I'll go clockwise. So Jay, looking at that question from Danielle, statement slash question, what do you, how would you respond to that? So they're right. And this is no right or wrong answer. This, so this is one thing that the liberals are, are, are using, right? So as a wedge issue. So um, yes. Uh, is it zero, you know, uh, legally owned firearms? Are they using uh, violent crimes? Yes. Um, is the statistic small? Yes, but no one cares. So um, how would we how would we change this? And I always go back to like, A, if you're going to reverse anything that's happened, you, you've got to rally people behind your cause. Um, something w that doesn't happen when you say you're victimized. Like, no one cares. You're the only one that has a gun and you're the only one that cares about your gun. Um, but I do believe that, you know, our, our patchwork of way we're doing things is only going to get worse by adding more patchwork to this. So going back and in, in actual having a, a legislative uh, reform on what, how we classify guns and, you know, have that conversation about how it will affect crime um, and how we classify guns, um, you know, because we have to prove that we are uh, responsible in, in our control. Uh, and how we do gun control as, you know, a, a self-interest group, uh, we need to demonstrate that. 
by going out and saying, I'm a victim uh, and quoting the U.S. Constitution, which doesn't apply in Canada. Like, I don't understand how people apply that. That I deserve an AR-15 fully automatic to descend the freedoms of Canada. Do you know what you're talking about? Like, yeah. probably not. So, uh, you know, rallying behind that sort of uh, optic doesn't help. Um, you know, getting behind, you know, being a responsible um, group, which, you know, that narrative is already out there. Like, we are law-abiding gun owners. We don't... Mm -hmm. We don't condone crime. We think crime is, you know, uh, committing crime with your gun. There should be tougher laws for people that do that, right? And then how do we reclassify weapons so it makes sense? Because right now it makes zero sense. So we're trying to, you know, take a law that makes zero sense and the legislation, uh, the regulations that are trying to keep up with something that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. how, how, how are we possibly going to win that argument? Without saying, you know what, you know, I think we should go back and revisit this whole thing. You know, as a responsible uh, gun owner, I would like to see this revisited. We may have to compromise. It's like a negotiation. You may compromise and like, okay, no assault weapons, no brainer. We're not allowed to have them anyway. But that's we may not it. Have, to have these other things, but we will keep these. You know, and show that you know we're responsible uh, as a group. Yeah, it's a three percent problem to them. They don't give a fuck. So they don't give a fuck. I hate to say it, but you know, um, that's that's the way it is. I would like to circle back to JT's comment too at one point in time when we're when you got finished going around. Let's go back. Okay. Well, what while well, we're up, where, where the hell was that? It's at the top right there. there. So everyone loves using statistics. Oh, it didn't work there. No one cares. Again, statistics. No one cares. It's statistics and we're using trying to justify why we should be able to keep our guns. It was divorced uh, in the liberal uh, policy. So they, you know, crime control, gun control were linked together. They're no longer linked. It's all about the optics. Uh, it's all about tailing a narrative. Uh, it's all about retaining power. Um, so that's that's one thing. We're going to keep our guns. That's a weird one. Uh, the first one I want to say, stop poking the liberal party in the eye like, Justin Trudeau is the, the best gun salesman. Uh, thank you for making I'm like, why, why would you do that? Why would you try to provoke someone to, you know, do something else with an OIC? Just, just let us have this little win. I know we want to, you know, per the perception we want to win, but we, we got to stop, stop poking the bear. Like just, okay, let's organize, let's do this. Let's get this thing done. You know, buy whatever pistols you want, pay whatever pistols you want. You know, like, like why would you just say like, you're, you're the best guy ever around a salesman. Like well, that, right? that doesn't yeah. fit in narrative. Um, so then you look at the reg regulation. So are they going to buy back? all the guns other than uh, that were in the OIC other than ARs? I doubt it. So they're going to buy back ARs. So what are they going to do with the rest of them? Um, do we have to hand those in? Or are they just going to say you can now, they're prohibited, you grandfathered a license? Or are you going to be able well, to no, not, get a transport license for them? So it, it's not about, yes, we may keep our guns. We may not take them anywhere. So this is the I, other way to regulate. I, 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 think, I think that uh, the, the pistol thing is a scare tactic to park it till they deal with the ARs. So and what can I, they do with pistols? So they, they could do the exact same thing. Fucking thing, man. Hundred percent. If so, you think they're if you think they're not going to ban pistols, you're living in a dream world. That's it's going to be legislated. It's going to be gone. So what do you do? If that's a lot of money to buy back pistols now, right? Because I think there's more pistols than there are ears. So oh, yeah. they're not going to buy it back because it's not possible. It's too much money. People are not going to rally around this dollar value, right? So what are they going to do with it? So what they usually do, they've done in the past, is they say, okay, uh, it's prohibited. We may grandfather you uh, a license to be able to keep, continue to hold on to it. So you're allowed to hold on to it. 
and you're like, okay, we may, may uh, allow you to continue taking to a range, but you have to ask permission every time you want to take it to a range. So the transport piece becomes the, uh, the, the hinge pin that undoes everything that they want to do. So they're like, okay, you ask permission, you can take it to the range. But you get, every time you want to take it to the range, you got to ask permission because it's not just a blanket that you can take it wherever you want anymore. And then eventually they're like, you know what? Uh, we're not going to issue transports anymore. And then guess what? It's a safe queen. They've essentially confiscated the gun because you're not allowed to take it anywhere. Uh, and it sits in the safe and they didn't have to buy it back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that might happen. No, no that, that will happen. They have done that in the past. That's exactly how, happen. you know, that prohibited that we were talking about earlier, that four inch, uh, you know, the, the 357 that you're talking about. Like, that's exactly what happened in the past. They just got grandfathered. You got a grandfathered uh, prohib um, and you're allowed to have the license. And then eventually they said, you can't transport it anymore. You got to keep it safe. Um, and then you're stuck with it. And it just says. But if you give it to someone when you die after you're safe, I mean, you can't go to jail because you're dead. So, exactly. yeah, well, okay. I mean, most people don't understand how they apply the regulations to make sure that I don't need to buy it back. I'll just make sure you can never use it again. Can I, can so, I, can I wrap this up? Yeah. Because we have to wrap this up. Um, can we agree that? No. No. <laughs> we can't agree. This is, all, this is all political. If you look can at we it, agree? I can know. Um, <laughs> Come on, I, 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 I want to talk. One more, one more, Chris. Okay, you talk. I'm going to go on a fucking test, man, because I'm bursting here, okay? We'll talk. Okay. So, uh, back to the question, like I said, like the, like, you know, solutions or, 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 you know, whatever, like I said, it's kind of, it's a little bit ridiculous to, you know, put these extra, extra laws, extra rules for law-abiding uh, citizens. It, you know, more, more people in Canada are killed annually by fucking drunk drivers. So it, it, it's the equivalent to saying, like, well, you know, we're, we're going to get rid of fucking alcohol because that's that's the reason why people drink and drive. It's, you're you're uh, playing, and you're playing logic to a problem that doesn't have logic. Exactly. exactly and it's right? apples to oranges, too. Yeah, yeah so... Exactly. They don't care. Yeah. Trump showed us logic doesn't apply. Yeah. And you're right. And and what, what, actually, one thing I will say is that, Jay, everything that you have said tonight, I agree with 100%. Oh, my God. That's a win. You're right. <laughs> because you're right. You're like, look, yeah. we've got, you know, exactly. We've got, you know, we've got what? Politicking and, and, and logic and it's completely divorced. That's right. So And they've we, already separated. Like, well, the question is, yeah. the question, the good question is like, what do we do that we can influence? Now that we know the game, how do yeah. we influence the game to our favor? Safety. Right? That is the million dollar question right there. Yeah, even if no. like from even even if we, we forget about like gun violence for a minute and we look at like just just violent crimes and 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 and, and like you know bad people doing bad things to good people. Uh, if you look at the population of London, England, and the population of uh, New York City, right, which is a you know a fucking Democrat fucking state, and they're not really allowed to own guns, but you can fucking transport them in and blah blah blah. But the 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 rate of violent crime in London and New York is fucking dead even. It, the only the thing the thing is that in New York City, well, okay, there, there, there's more firearm, you know, violent crime. But in 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 London, England, you're looking at like fucking whether they're using you know battery acid or knives or, or fucking whatever. So violent crime is violent crime, and, and murder is murder. 
so you can't make murder more fucking illegal. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Right? I just so, had the best piss yeah. of my life, and you guys are still fucking talking. One second. Chris, hey, Chris, I got, a, I, got, I got a funny story. I got, I got a funny story. Bad people always find new ways to do bad things, yeah. even if you ban them. Bingo. Yeah. That's my and fucking at the same point. time, it That's is not. Point. What, I, I don't think the CBS million, which will turn into hey. a billion on the buyback program versus $87 million to CBSA, who hey, I don't like it. Right? Chris, uh, are you, are you guys, do you guys know who Clint Smith that. is? Does anybody know who Clint Smith is? No, but go on. So, so Clint Smith, he was a U.S. Marine, you know, infantry Marine in Vietnam. Uh, then in the '80s, he actually started like a like a um, a company called Thunder Ranch, and he he would train people in uh, I believe it was like, like Texas, Arizona, well, anybody that was willing to come to him to do everything from you know shotguns, pistols, uh, you know rifles, whatever type of like whether it was defensive training, long range training, anything, right? And this guy's an American dude. American dude, absolutely fucking hilarious. He tells a story, and I'm going to relay the story because it's absolutely, it's, it's fabulous. So he has this, he's running a defensive pistol class, and he's in Texas, and this like Cadillac Escalade shows up, and this woman gets out, and she is, you know, she's looking, she's got her big giant hair and her diamond rings, and your, her, her, you know, her bouffant hair, and she's looking very Texas, you know, very awesome, but yeah. on her... On the back of her truck, there's like save the whales and fucking gun control and all this fucking stupid shit. But and he looks and he's like, ah, he goes, I'm not here to judge, I'm here to train. I'm here to train people. So he looks at this woman and he says, like, ah, I see your truck and I see your stickers. He's like, oh, like, why are you here? Like, why, like, why did you come to me? And she said, tells a story. She's like, I was at the big mall in Austin, Texas, and I came out, I was shopping, and uh, I got jumped by you know, two or three guys and they fucking beat the shit out of me and they stole all my shit and I had to have like seven reconstructive surgeries on my face. Uh, you know, uh, and, um, you know, as soon as I, you know, I healed, the first thing that came to my mind is like, I should probably learn to use a gun in a defensive manner. So Clint Smith was like, ha, he's like, hell hath no, hell hath no greater fear than the fucking ass kicked liberal. All we need to do is we need to fucking shit kick every single motherfucking liberal and to want to buy a fucking gun. And you wonder why I put you on the right today. <laughs> Buddy, so I will agree uh, with training. I think the training standards that we have currently um, are, if we want to maintain, you know, as a, you know, a professional organization, uh, self, self-regulating um, uh, sport, we need to, you know, agree that, hey, we need better training. Uh, I see a lot of people, including the military, uh, that I um, hope never get a firearm in their personal life because uh, they're, they're frankly, uh, you oh, don't get to practice time in it, okay. not proficiency. So, you know, training is one thing, proficiency is another. So uh, if we can, you know, somehow tackle that issue and show, hey, uh, this doesn't lead to that because, you know, the standards are so rigid to be able to get a, a, a pistol and get your license, you not only just have to, you know, fill out some paperwork and be a good person, um, I mean, that's great that they, they're they're beefing up, you know, the background checks, but that doesn't stop the person from being incompetent with the firearm. So we get better to show that, okay, we're not just going to be idiots with it. Uh, we're actually very responsible. We but, take safety serious, but, you know. My only pushback to that is that if you give somebody a firearm and they are completely incompetent with said firearm, there's already laws in fucking place, even stateside. Yeah. You can't just wave around a fucking pistol and scare people and point. Again, uh, again, it's your your logic. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Fair so enough. You, what you I, want I to do is 
you want the, everyone, the optic of like, we do everything to make sure we are safe. Checkmark. Um, this prevents crime because look at the stats. No one gives a fuck about. So uh, and that's the way it is. I'm also for, you know, our tougher crimes on idiots. Like, I'm all for that. Like, is it a deterrent? No, not really. It's like having a photo radar. Um, did it stop you from speeding? Uh, did it stop uh, you from having an accent five minutes minimize, down the road? Minimize before I hit the mute button. It's my fault. <laughs> but I agree it's with you 100%. There, there's yeah, lots of ways around it. We just got to show will, that we're We will fucking leave America out of this. Exactly. Here are, here are the facts. We all know, as military guys who've run ranges in our lifetime, that there is fucking incompetent guy <laughs> in the military who should never even spell C seven A two. Every alone rank level, level too. Yeah. That being Afghanistan, I mean, how yeah. does my bolt go in sense. my browning? I'm like, that's yet. a C seven bolt. <laughs> that being said, that being said, a civvy goes through, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. Well, basically a fucking two-day course on weapons handling and they can get non-restricted restricted. Yeah. Two yeah. days. There should we be more put, training involved. Put, fuck, we put guys through fucking a lot more training than that, whatever it is, right? Depending on your trade, weeks. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. At least weeks. If you're, if you're a common arms guy, you go through more. If you're in high readiness, you go through more. But a fucking civvy can go through a two-day course and sees yep. a P weekends are free, baby, and they can go buy a fucking air 15. That's why I have a problem with that. That's why I have a problem with that. You're a communist. I have a problem with, listen, if I have a problem with fucking half the fucking shitheads I put through fucking ranges in the military, it shouldn't be a weapon. You think you're gonna fucking let some civvy cunt fucking touch a fucking air 15? No, I will because I'm not no. a communist. No, man. <laughs> Yeah. Again, it's, you know, how we fight this is one of the steps is the percent. We got to show safety. We got to show that we're yeah. a responsible, that yeah. we're willing to put the controls in place to be safe. Um, we don't have to tie it to logic. We already showed that. We don't have to tie it to meant numbers. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, but it's a perception of safety. It feeds the optic that we're safe, that responsible gun owners are responsible gun owners. I mean, they've already started the narrative. You just need to finish the narrative um, that's, yeah. and then gain traction. You got to get more people interested in guns. Yep. Gun safety. And, yeah. And if you look at the you look at the you know, you know, the environment today, like it's COVID. Uh, COVID just finished, no one gives a fuck. Um the, you know, yeah, can no I afford my right. house? Can I afford gas for my truck? Can I you know right. can I afford food and, anymore? And that's like, really it. It's you're you're asking too much of people that are already like burnt out with all the other things they got up yeah. you know? the, the million dollar question, how do you get people interested in your cause? Right? A show and safety is one of them. How do you get rally around this? That's a million dollar question. You'll, you know what, yeah. and I'll, I'll wrap it up with this because we need we need to talk about this shit all fucking night. Absolutely. We're not going to do that. Um, no. I, I know for a fact that anybody I ever took, and yeah, I'm talking about fucking Alberta people or whoever. <laughs> if you ever took a non-gun person who was shy and took him out to the old man's farm and gave him a 22 Nice, easy caliber to learn on. And shot some beer cans. They had a barbecue. They had a good fucking time. It was yeah. a fucking line of hey, 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 Chris, I'll, I'll, I'll go one step further. When I go out to the old man's farm, I wouldn't take a 20. I'd actually take a fucking AR because where it's in the movies and they shoot it and they realize they're like, wow, like, 
It's not even that hard. Recoiling, like, it's yeah, easy yeah. to shoot. It's ergonomic, and they fucking Oh, no. It. The, the, AR, the AR is demonized for good reason. The, the, a, the AR is every fucking non-gun person's favorite gun. Again, really uh, really semi-automatic AR, which can't be converted, and a Browning hunting rifle semi-automatic. Do they shoot the same? Remington? Like, pick, yeah. pick anybody? Do they shoot the same yeah. amount? Uh, same yeah. speed? Same rate yeah. of fire? Yep. Uh, magazines may different but there's modifications to those, right? So, um, yeah, the only platform with actually negative recoil, exactly. not recoil. That's tight. Awesome. All right. If I don't mute you fuckers, we're going to be talking about the shit. Yeah, all, okay. all right. All right. All right. Stay on. We're going to talk thing. more later. Let's do it. You're all getting muted in reverse order. Love you guys. Don't get me wrong. Jay, hang on. All right, fuck. I hope you guys enjoyed that and hung out. We could talk as army guys, we'll talk about that shit all night. Um, there's no right or wrong, there's no left or right. My my biggest concern is the last thing I want to send out as a message to you guys is that I don't have a problem with gun control. I actually believe in gun control, which most people in my circle of friends here were blown away when I said that because I really do believe in that. What I have a problem with is differentiating fucking liberal theatrics and effort into crime control, which is the problem. The biggest problem with gun violence in this country is not me owning an AR-15 and a couple pistols. The biggest problem in this country is fucking illegal, illegally obtained firearms, be it domestically, but the majority through the United States. So my issue is, your prime minister is going to fucking spend at least a billion dollars to take my weapon, to make my guns for me, to make a statement. And he's only going to give CBSA or, or sorry, contribute 87 million at present over five years to combat the fucking illegal, uh, you know, transport of guns from the United States. It's fucking pathetic. It's theatrics. That's the problem. Um, yeah. And we'll kind of park it there for tonight. I want to thank my sponsors. Thank you guys for, for hanging in. I know this is not a popular topic, but I do thank you for hanging on. Um, yeah. It's been a good show. It's good to be back. We're going to do better conversations or other conversations. Maybe not better. They might be like this. I like talking about this shit. Anyway, wrap it up. Have a great night. I know a lot of you guys are out east right now, and it's, uh, it's, it's a fucking, you know, a Wednesday night. So. I want to thank Positive Mike's Brewing Company. Positive Mike, you owe me some beer. I want to thank uh, my main man, Mr. Hooper. If you need some alternatives to your personal fucking issues outside of conventional medicine, check out Mr. Hooper Inker. And lastly, I want to say thank my main man, Jeff None. Oh, and by the way, Lakeside Farmstead, he cut a fucking 20, sorry, it's a 9.5-pound Brontosaurus steak I'm going to post it, uh, repost it later um, that I'm going to do for a barbecue. You need If you need to feed 20 people, he cut like a Flintstone-sized steak. So check it out, Lakeside, Lakeside Farmstead. And last but not least, um, my host, my sponsor, my boss, dmodel.com. Check out dmodel.com for your source for sports, news, and alternative fucking alternative news. And uh, podcast, gmbaldell.com. Find all your podcasts there. Um, all right. It's been a good time. Let's wrap this shit up. Thank you guys for joining me. And.